0: And then we will start in a hero's pose today. So, Vyarasana. Often, uh, this pose will require some propage. Bring your knees together. Angle your shins apart. Point back through your toes. You may like to go ahead and grab the uh, flesh and muscle of your buttocks and draw your... Um, Draw your buttocks flesh apart. This is getting very graphic, isn't it? Okay, so you just want to get make good contact between your sits bones and whatever you are seated on, whether it be a block, a blanket, or you know, whatever a book, you know, you might have a dictionary lying around that you want to sit on. Uh, so emphasizing comfort here, if you are feeling pain in the knees then again, I suggest getting more height underneath your hips. If you're feeling a strain of your ankles, then I suggest taking a blanket and placing your knees and shins up on the blanket to uh, minimize that stretch so it's more bearable. As you arrive in this shape, find a place to rest your hands. Close your eyes and survey the world as it is in this moment. So start with that sensory sweep. With the eyes closed, you might focus on sound to orient you in this time and space. Become aware of sounds emanating from the world uh, around you, above you, below you. Then you might notice uh, how you can feel the temperature of the air surrounding you. You might feel the movement of air, either from a breeze or a fan. You might notice where light is coming from. So even with the eyes closed, how might you experience the light in the room or the world around you? Then turn this sensory exploration inside. Notice what you might be experiencing in the physical body. Notice what may be intertwined, interconnected uh, emotionally with these sensations. So if an answer to these inquiries, an answer to these um, explorations doesn't immediately arise, That's all right, we just come to the mat and we continue to ask the questions. How am I feeling? What am I feeling? Where am I feeling? And meet this moment with curiosity, but also with acceptance. Start to notice the breath. Breathe in and out through your nostrils. And to be, begin to cultivate a slow and deep breath pattern. Consider the breath as a tool for exploration of this moment and engagement in this moment. If you'd like, use the practice of ujjayi pranayama to elongate each breath, possibly to give you more control over the, over the breath, expanding the capacity of the lungs with each inhalation and emptying the lungs more fully with each exhalation. We'll breathe three more rounds of Ujjayi Pranayama together. We'll do an inhale, slow five-count inhale, and a slow five-count exhale. Uh, empty the lungs, prepare, and inhale. Fill the lungs from bottom to top for one, two, three, four. Five, fill and hold at the top, and with control, exhale from top to bottom for five, four, three, two, one. Empty again. Fill for one, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold. Exhale with control. Five, four. Three, two, one. Last biggest breath in. One, two, three, four, five. Fill and hold with control, top to bottom. Five, four, three, two, and one. Empty the lungs, draw your palms together in front of your heart. And we will chant Om three times before beginning the moving practice. So, as I've mentioned in weeks past, uh, how are you practice? Consider how you may be practicing the Om sound. So, uh, I have recently been thinking about this sound, this vibration of sound rising up the central channel. So trying to start the sound deep down in the pelvic floor, feeling the sound rise up and culminate at the back of the throat in that mmm sound. So you might practice that way. Hopefully with um, <laughs> being in your own space, you, you have more feeling of freedom of expression here, not having to do what I'm doing or what others in the class are doing. Exhale empty the lungs and inhale for ohm. Oh. Head to your heart, release your palms to your thighs, then slowly lift your head as you open your eyes. We're gonna come forward of the knees, moving safely out of hero pose, and come all the way up to standing. You might shake out your legs a little bit, orient in the standing position before coming to a mountain pose. Place your feet. Hip-width distance apart, lift and spread your toes. Push down through the soles of your feet. So create that root, that connection with the earth from which to draw up through the legs. Uh, what's the word? Um, tone the muscles of your legs. Janubanda, kneecaps pull in and up. Lift into the front of the pelvis as you lengthen down through the tailbone. Roll your shoulders back. Turn the palms forward. Arrive in your mountain pose. So consider the qualities of the mountain. It's, uh, its connection. It's with the earth. It's uh, height. It's breadth. It's solidity. You might imagine uh, you are in a vast landscape where you can see miles into the distance. Take your gaze out into the space where earth and sky meet. Find your breath here. And then as you inhale next, sweep your arms overhead. As you reach up, palms touch, look up. And then as you exhale, begin to flow forward. Bend the knees gently, release the head down. Fingertips can come to the floor or to blocks. Let the head release down. Push down through the feet, becoming aware of the back sides of the legs as the hips lift. Extend the crown of your head further towards the earth. Pull your shoulders up away from your ears to keep the sides of the neck long. Notice the distribution of weight in your feet. So try to find more balance between left and right. The inside of the foot and the outside of each foot, the front of each foot and the back of each foot. And then as you inhale next, bring your fingertips to your shins. Come up halfway. We're going to hold for each of these shapes for a few breaths before we begin our flow. Shoulders away from the ears. Push back through the thighs. Lift into the outer hips. Lift into the kneecaps. Lengthen through the heart, lengthen through the crown of the head, create a long spine as you bring the chest parallel to the floor. And then as you exhale next, fold in once again, head down, hands down. Inhale to rise, push with the feet, reach with the arms, lift the gaze skyward, and exhale, hands come through heart center and arms to your sides, Tadasana. Now we'll begin to move with breath through this half sun salutation. Inhale, sweep the arms up. Exhale and fold forward. Head low, hands to mat or block. Inhale, fingertips to the shins. Lengthen your spine. Exhale, fold deeply. Inhale to rise. Reach up, look up, palms touch. And exhale, hands down through heart center and back to your sides again with the pace of your own breath inhale fold as you exhale rise halfway with the inhale and fold deeply in with your exhale inhale brings you back up reach up look up palms touch And exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. One more time silently with the breath. Me back into Dasana. As you inhale next, sweep your arms overhead, interlace your fingers, uh, reach your wrists up towards the sky. So palms, of the, palms of the hands skyward, push down through the feet, grow your roots deeper, lengthen up from your the sides of your waistline through the heels of your hands inhale grow tall and exhale lean the upper body to the left as you uh, shift the weight of the upper body towards the left you might notice the right foot getting uh, lighter ground through the outer edge of the right foot ease the hips towards the right wall take the shoulders back the biceps back and then start to look up beyond your right tricep muscles Relax tension from the face. Bring awareness and breath to the right side body. Inhale brings you back to center and then switch the interlace of your fingers, bringing the opposite thumb in front. Push down through the feet. Lift into the kneecaps, lengthen through the sides of the waistline, through the heels of the hands. Grow tall, and another exhale, lean the upper body to the right. As the weight of the upper body shifts to the right, notice the left foot get lighter and then ground back down through the left foot. As you tone the muscles of the left leg, as you shift the hips lightly towards the left. Biceps draw back. Gaze turns up, as the gaze turns, relax the jaw, soften the face, arrive with breath, noticing sensation along the left side of the body. And inhale to come back to center and take those interlaced fingers to the back of your head. Cuff the base of your skull with your thumbs as your head rests comfortably in your interlaced fingers. You might press the back of your head into the hands and lift with the thumbs to lengthen the neck. Again, start with the gaze forward, or perhaps uh, seeking that distant horizon line. Widen your elbows out to either side of the room, tone the muscles of your legs, and hold here. So already, before we start to lean back, the pose, the shape may be presenting interesting and new sensation. Consider orienting yourself in this moment. Sensory sweep of the world around, of the world within. Keep the legs toned, feet grounding down, and then if you feel comfortable doing so, start to tilt your gaze up towards the ceiling. Tilt the chin up as head releases back into hands. And with each movement curling back, take breath, take uh, take that sensory sweep, Curl back into the unknown, look back, curl back, keep the feet grounded. And then as you're ready, bring the chest forward, arms forward, head comes up and arms to your sides. Roll the shoulders forward, up, back and down. Try to increase the range of motion with this movement, and then go in the other direction. Can you keep the face relaxed? Okay, shake out the arms, and we will step onto the right foot. So you might take a look down at that right foot as you step onto it. Spread the toes, and then push down as though growing that, uh, that root system once again. Hands come to the hips, and we're going to do a balance sequence here on the right leg. So the left heel comes to a hover. So this is our preliminary balance pose. This might be a good time to recognize the intelligence of your body. So all these little micro-movements happening to keep you upright that you really don't need to micromanage just kind of stay out of the way it might also be nice to be near a wall and then from this preliminary balance pose we're going to bring the knee up thigh parallel to the floor and then start to make circles with the right toes. so we're just uh, exploring the range of motion of the left wrist or left ankle the wrist of the leg, (laughs) and then in the other direction. Might be some popping, some crackling sensation, and then uh, stir the pot (laughs) with the toe, so big circles with the heel one direction and the other direction. Not that I advise you to ever stir a pot of anything with your foot. Okay, and then big movements with the knee. One direction. And again, you might feel some crunchiness, some popping. Try to smooth out the movements of the leg. And then other direction. Soft, steady gaze, promoting your balance here. Again, you can always uh, seek the the support of a wall. Okay, bring the left heel back to a hover and then place the left foot down. Might shake out the right leg, good job right leg, and then uh, stand down through the left foot send down those roots hands to hips right heel to a hover so let's start with the preliminary balance shape here recognizing that uh left foot's effort to keep you upright Woo! woo, woo. stay out of your own way a little bit to keep uh, to keep you upright <laughs> start to get too too involved in how to stay upright, you might just fall over. Okay, right knee comes up, right thigh parallel to the floor, big circles with the toes. So finding a range of motion with the ankle. Again, maybe some popping, maybe some uh, crackling, other direction. And with the toes and the heel, one direction. And the other direction. Okay, with the knee. I can tell I haven't done this sequence in a while. How about you? (laughs) Maybe you have. Uh, Big circles with the knee one direction, and the other direction. And right heel back to a hover. Place it down, shake out the legs, do a little dance, keep it loose, and let's Do it again. Let's do a bunch of balancing poses right now. Right foot on the floor. Turn your left knee, left toes out. Bring your left foot to the inside of your right calf or thigh. And then push the leg into the foot, foot into the leg, uh, finding that stability, that strength at the middle line of your posture. Root down through the right leg. This is tree pose. Extend through the left inner thigh, contract through the left outer hip. Hands might come to the heart space. With hands at heart space, become aware of the collarbones becoming broad as shoulder blades tone together behind the heart. Crown of the head lifts. Again, find that horizon point existing between earth and sky. If and when you may be ready, grow the branches of your tree. Out, up, and overhead. And then there's lots of different things you can do with the arms here. You can make make the tree branches come apart, bring the tree branches together, bring the palms together. You can interlace the fingers and reach the heels of the hands up. Again, your practice to explore. We can do a little uh, crescent shape from side to side, just as we did earlier, but now standing on one leg. So again, meet this moment with curiosity, and then acceptance for what you find. Because is it not true that we can <laughs> we can only move forward from where we are? Wherever you are, you are here. Hands come back to the heart center and left foot down. We'll do the second side. You might shake out the left leg, do a little dance. Okay, left foot on the floor, right knee turns out right foot to the inside of the calf or thigh, foot into thigh, thigh into foot, leg into foot, foot into leg, Uh, stability at the middle line, roots through the left leg, hands to heart center, extension through the right inner thigh. So the right knee widens out to the right while the tailbone stays tucked under. So tailbone remains long, heart lifts, collarbones broad, Find your horizon line, occupy the space between earth and sky, rooting down into the earth and eventually growing your branches into the sky, arms out, up, maybe interlace the fingers again, maybe a little side to side. So the, I love the tree as a metaphor because so in the tree, you not only have to have this strength and stability, but you also have to have this adaptability. There's got to be a suppleness to the spine so that when, um, when you're met with adversity in the form of you know a rainstorm <laughs> or a hurricane, your tree doesn't fall over. you're uh, weighed down with uh, heavy snow, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen to a tree. Okay, hands come together, (laughs) arms down, foot down, and shake it out. Okay, let's do some uh, full Surya Namaskar A. So uh, we'll do it, we'll walk through it uh, a couple times slowly, and then we'll uh, synchronize breath and movement. Feet down, arms up with the breath. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. And then as you exhale and fold, place your hands on either side of your feet and send the left leg back for a low lunge. Send the left knee to the floor. Okay, so orient here. And as I said, we're going to move slowly for the first couple. So stay for breath. Hug the knees in, or hug the left knee forward and the right foot back. And then as you inhale, next, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. Palms can touch at the top, maybe even looking up. Then as you exhale, bring the hands back to frame the front foot. Tuck the back toes, lift the back knee, send the right leg back for plank position. Inhale here in plank, and then exhale either lower knees, chest, chin to the floor, or come down through chaturanga. Slide forward onto your belly, lengthen the legs back, press the feet down, tone the muscles of your legs, frame the rib cage with your hands, spread your fingers and your palms. Tone the muscles of your legs, hug your shoulder blades together on the back, and then as you inhale, come up for cobra pose. Press down through the hands, draw the chest forward, shoulder blades on the back, shoulder blades down the back, and then as you exhale, next, come back to the floor. Tuck your toes under, lift your kneecaps up, and then as you exhale, push back into plank position. Inhale in plank, and exhale, shift the hips up and back for downward-facing dog, so as this is our first dog, I invite you to get acquainted, say hello, orient yourself in this moment with this shape. So you might walk the dog, bending one knee, reaching the opposite hip, up and out, communicating with the back of each leg and noticing if, this, if there's a squeaky wheel. So does one leg feel tighter or shorter? If so, give it a little extra grease in the form of attention and breath. and walk your dog to relative stillness the breath is always going to be moving the pose push the hands down and forward shift the hips up and back keep the knees bent or begin to extend the heels down lift into the kneecaps lift along the front sides of the ankles and as you inhale next lift the left leg straight up and back look to the top of the mat and exhale Lunge the left foot forward between the hands, right knee to the floor. Scissor the legs in, and then inhale, sweep the arms out, up, and overhead. Find a balance between toning the legs, keeping the hips squared forward, and releasing the hips down and forward. So at once, the right knee is pulling forward, the left foot is pulling isometrically back, And you're extending from the pelvis out through the left knee, back through the right heel. Arms go up, chest goes up, maybe even curling slightly in the upper back. And as you exhale, next, frame the front foot with the hands and step forward into the forward fold. Inhale, fingertips to the shins, halfway lift. Exhale, fold in, head low, hips high. Inhale, push down with the feet, rise to stand. Hands touch at the top. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. We'll do that more quickly. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, as you fold, send the right leg back, knee down. Inhale, lift up, arms overhead, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands frame the front foot. Step back, plank position. Inhale and plank. And exhale, lower down, Chaturanga or knees, chest, chin. Inhale to the tops of your feet. Curl up, cobra pose or upward-facing dog. Exhale, press the hips back. Downward-facing dog. Inhale. And exhale. Full breath in. Complete breath out. Last biggest breath in. Slow, complete breath out. Inhale to lift the right leg straight up and back. Lift to the top of the mat. Exhale, lunge the right foot forward between the hands. Left knee down. Inhale, reach the arms up. Exhale, frame the front foot. Step forward, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, fold. Inhale to rise. Reach up, look up, palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Two more. Inhale, sweep up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale, as you fold, left leg back, left knee down. Inhale, sweep the arms up, reach up, look up. Exhale, hands frame the foot, right leg back. Inhale and plank. Exhale to lower. Inhale, upward dog or cobra. Exhale, downward facing dog. Three breaths in and out. Bigger breath in. Fuller breath out. Biggest breath in. Empty the lungs completely. As you inhale, next, left leg lifts, look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge the left foot forward, right knee down. Inhale, sweep the arms, look out, palms touch. Exhale, hands frame the front foot, step forward, fold forward. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale to fold. Inhale, come on up. Reach up, look up. palms touch. Exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Last one. Inhale, lift up. Exhale, flow forward. Inhale rise halfway. And as you exhale, plant the hands, right leg back, right knee down, inhale, reach up. Exhale, uh, hands plant, press back, plank position. Inhale and plank. Exhale lower down. Inhale, rise up, and exhale, downward facing dog, three breaths in, exhale, bigger breath in, slower breath out, biggest breath in, exhale completely, inhale, right leg lifts, Look to the top of your mat. Exhale, lunge the right foot, melt the left knee. Inhale, rise up, low lunge. Exhale, frame the front foot. Step forward, fold forward. Inhale, half lift. Exhale, fold in. Inhale to rise. And exhale, hands through heart center and arms to your sides. Who is ready to do some more balancing? Okay, step onto your right foot and have a block handy in front of your right foot. So uh, we're gonna do a similar sequence to what we practiced last week. Uh, so we're gonna do the um, this thing where the knee comes into the chest, this thing where we hold the leg out, warrior three, and then we're gonna come from warrior three into a half moon pose. So that's why the block is there. Okay, stand on the right foot. Start in your preliminary balance pose, establishing the right foot rooted into the earth and then draw the left knee in and up towards the chest. Interlace your fingers around the left shin and pull the knee in and up. So as the knee lifts up, keep the tailbone lengthening down, the foot, the right foot pressing into the earth, the chest broad, the crown of the head lifting, and then extend your left leg forward. Release the leg from the hands, push with the heel, pull back from the, with the toes, draw the muscles up your left leg. So notice the tendency for the left hip to lift up, wrap the left outer hip down, hold for five, four three, two, and one. Draw the uh, knee in towards the chest, and then keeping the hands on the hips, launch the left leg back and the chest forward. So the left leg and the chest come down, parallel to the floor, push through the back foot, lift through the right hip, keep the hands on the hips, or take the arms back, take the arms out, take the arms forward, (laughs) for five, Take flight. Four, three, two, and one. Left hand back to the hip, right hand down to the block. Push down through the right foot without turning the right toes. Begin to revolve the left hip on top of the right hip. Push back with the left foot. Keep the right side of the body long. So the space between The heel and the wrist mimics the space between the hip and the armpit. Revolve the right ribs towards the left wall. Take the left arm up, take the gaze up, possibly take a bind by bending the left knee into the chest and grabbing the outside of the left foot if you're feeling it. Orient yourself in this moment. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? Meet this moment with curiosity and acceptance question mark. Is it possible? (laughs) Okay. Left hand to the hip, left outer hip wraps down, toes turn towards the floor, hands to the hips. Come on back up, hug the knee, lengthen the tailbone, lift the chest, And one more time, left leg right out in front. Push through the heel, pull back through the toes for five, four, three, two, and one. Release the left leg down. I think it's time for the invisible hula hoop. Okay, mine's over there. Find yours. Is mine purple with yellow polka dots? I can never remember. Okay, hands. I think I can remember. Hands around the hips, <laughs> hoop around the hips, and feet and knees hip width as far. A couple of hoops in one direction. Stop it. Send it off in the other direction. Okay, feels good. Hands to hips. Place your. Pull the back down, and we'll do the second side. What are we going to stand on now? Let's stand on the left foot. Have the block in front of the left foot for half moon. Root down. Hands to hips. Chest and hips square forward. Right heel to the preliminary hover. Get present. And then right knee into the chest, interlace the fingers, hug it in, hug it up, right outer hip down, left foot rooting, chest broad and lifted, crown of the head tall. Release the knee, extend the right leg forward, hands back to the hips, notice the tendency for the right outer hip to lift up, wrap it down, push through the foot, pull back through the toes, lift into the kneecap, hold for five, four, three, Two and one. Knee into the chest and then send that right leg back as you launch the upper body forward. Take flight, right outer hip down, lift through the right inner thigh, sweep the arms back, flying warrior. Arms out, arms back, arms forward, reach forward for five, four, three, two and one right hand to the hip left hand to the block keep those left toes pointing forward to the best of your ability and then wrap the right hip on top of the left hip ground through the left foot push back through the right foot lengthen through the crown of the head keep the left side body long as you revolve the left ribs towards the right wall stack the shoulders maybe right arm goes up maybe gaze goes up Maybe you experiment with the bind, bringing the right knee into the chest, grabbing the outside of the foot or ankle with the right hand, and then extending the knee back, pushing the thigh bone towards the wall that your back is facing. Choose your own adventure. The practice of dot, dot, dot happening in this moment. The practice of presence, the practice of patience, the practice of half moon pose. Okay, hand back to the hip, wrap the outer hip down, toes point down, come on back up, same way we went in, hug the knee to the chest, pull it in, pull it up, push down through the left foot, extend the right leg out in front of you, lift the leg, reach to the heel, pull back through the toes, lift into the kneecap for five, four, three, two, and one, place the right foot down, shake out the left leg, pretty sure my hula hoop's right here, strap in, <laughs> hula hoop three times, one direction, grab it, hula hoop three times, other direction, and okay, practice your discus, throw your hula hoop, as far as you can throw it, and then we will do goddess pose and wide-legged forward fold. So before we get into this little sequence, let's get out our straps. If you have a strap, make a loop in your strap, and then you're going to adjust the strap when we get around to it, but just make a loop for now, and place that strap off to one side. So we are going to start with Goddess Pose. Take the feet about three to three and a half feet apart. Turn the toes out at about a 45 degree angle. And remember, as we sink the hips down, we want the knees to bend the direction of the toes, not to uh, curl in like this. It's more likely that they curl in and then bend wider than the knee, than the feet <laughs> I can't even I can't even demonstrate that I don't think that happens but maybe okay so knees point in the direction of the toes hands to hips roll the shoulders back lengthen the spine and then begin to bend the uh, knees in the direction of the toes sink those hips straight down so bring the hands to the insides of the thighs that's a new one I just saw myself do it in the monitor and I was like Hmm, that, this could be interesting. So hands to the insides of the th- thighs, palms face forward. Press the backs of the hands into the inner thighs. Adjust the feet so that your knees are basically over your heels. Extend through the inner thighs, contract through your outer hips, lengthen through the tailbones. the one tailbone. Push your, the backs of your hands into your inner thighs, roll the shoulders back. Chin parallel to the floor. Why don't you take a minute... Not a whole minute. Take a moment to gaze at that distant horizon line. And then take the hands onto the thighs. Inhale, shoulders back. Exhale, right shoulder forward. Push out through the right inner thigh. I always love this. This is what they call, this is what I call juicy. Inhale, back through center, exhale, left shoulder forward, push through the left inner thigh. Inhale, center, exhale, right, inhale, center, exhale, left, inhale, center. Come on back up. Back to the hands, to the inner thighs. Roll the shoulders back, lengthen the tailbone down, extend through the inner thighs, contract through the outer hips, weight in the heels for five, four, three, two, and one. Straighten the legs by pushing into the feet. And then heel toe your feet back together. <sighs> okay feel free to use your invisible hula hoop at any time just to get some fluid movement back to the hips. Okay so next we are going to do our wide-legged forward fold and we are going to use our strap. So let's do the strap on the right thigh first. So bring the right the strap up around the right thigh and it might be tight around the right thigh. Um, if you know yourself to be pretty restricted in the shoulders, you're going to want a bigger loop around the right thigh. So hold the right, hold the strap with the right hand, take your feet wide apart for a wide-legged forward fold, so wide, wide is relative to how, to, how uh, wide comfortably you could take your legs. And then also, as you actually get more acquainted with this pose, you're going to bring your feet closer together. So turn your toes in just slightly, giving you a better grip on the mat. Tone the muscles of your legs. Keep hold of that strap. Hands on the hips. Exhale, fold forward. So bring the chest parallel to the floor as you keep the muscles of your legs toned. So we're kind of suspended in this half fold chest parallel to the floor, using the abdominal strength to keep you you up halfway lifted here. Ground through the feet evenly between left and right. Tone the muscles of your legs. Push back through the thighs. Reach forward through the crown of the head. And then reach back with your left hand. Try to get that strap. Get the strap with the left hand. Make the loop bigger if you need to, to get the strap with your left hand. Take the right hand below your face on the mat. You can lean weight into the right hand. Keep your spine long by pushing the thigh bones back, lengthening the tailbone back, and extending the crown of your head forward. Now we will begin to revolve around that central channel of the spine by by, Revolving the right ribs, twisting the right uh, low belly towards the left wall. Revolving the left shoulder over the right shoulder. Using the strap to hug the hand in the strap to hug the left shoulder onto the back of its chest. So move into the depth of this pose gradually. So you might just uh, be slightly turned to the left. Breathe there for a moment. Do you want more from this? Is your porridge too cold? Heat it up. If it's too hot, cool it down. <laughs> Get that perfect pose, that per- not perfect pose, but that perfect porridge. Meet the pose with curiosity and also with acceptance. And meeting the moment with acceptance, in my mind, doesn't mean that you are not open to change. That you are not uh, you are not seeking uh, something more or something different. Okay, gaze down, hand back to the strap, and then um, what do we do now? <laughs> we got to come back up because the strap needs to be around the other thigh. Okay, heel-toe the feet back together, step the feet back together, Uh, bring the strap around the left thigh, come back to the wide-legged stance, hands to hips, elbows towards the back wall, lift along the front of the torso, tone the muscles of the legs, exhale and fold, and then reach back with the right hand for the strap. Uh, again, if, um, you can make a little bit more slack on the strap to get the right hand around the strap, do so, and then place the left hand below the face, tone the legs, thigh bones back, crown of the head forward, keep your tall spine or long spine, and then begin to revolve the left ribs towards the right wall, hug the right shoulder onto the back of the chest. And orient yourself in this moment. You might notice the lights streaming into the room. You might notice sounds in the world around. And you might notice what you feel in this shape at this moment. So how, are you, how, is, uh, how is weight distributed in the feet? How is... Uh, weight of the upper body being um, bore in the hand. So how are you distributing weight in the uh, palm, in the knuckles, in the fingers, in the wrist? And then by noticing where you are at, is there, is there a way that you'd like to move from this moment into a different expression of the shape, a new exploration? Soften the face and then look down, unwind, both hands below, the uh, wrists below the shoulders and then we're going to fold all the way in. Hands walk back, wrists and elbows stay shoulder width distance apart. Ground through the feet. Lift into the arches of your feet. Lift into the kneecaps. Roll the inner thighs or spiral the inner upper thighs back and apart, creating more breath across the backside of your pelvis. Lift along the backs of the legs as you cascade down the length of your spine. Crown of the head, reaching. Towards the earth, maybe you find ground in the form of the mat, in the form of a blanket, in the form of a tower of blocks underneath your head. Have, create that experience of grounding. So what does it feel like to have your head on something and then to press into that thing? Maybe giving you more awareness of the back body. Maybe giving you more awareness of how to lengthen, how to extend through the crown of the head. We often have the hips on the floor, we often have the feet on the floor, the back body on the floor, but how often do we have the head, the crown of the head bearing weight? So this is a great uh, introduction to how the head can bear weight uh, responsibly <laughs> with uh, attention to lifting the shoulders up away from the ears, keeping the neck long. If you'd like, float on up to a tripod headstand. I'm feeling it today. So uh, shift weight to your head, to your hands, as you lift the feet up away from the floor, slowly drawing the legs together. Once the legs come together, push the thighs back, lengthen up through the tailbone, push down through the crown of the head. Then if you're up, Come on down, walk the hands back below the shoulders, and hands to hips, elbows to the ceiling, draw back through the sides of the waistline, come on up, heel toe the feet back together, then step together. Okay, let's uh, come down for some form of inversion. So I, I love a headstand, and that was a great prep for a headstand, even if you didn't come up into the tripod. Um, so if you're doing headstands today, fantastic. I love a headstand. I hope you love it too. Go for your headstand practice. Um, I am going to continue on with this exploration of Pinchamaya and I've been doing this the past few weeks. And uh, as with learning anything, it's kind of good to have some consistency in when you practice it um, if, you are, if you're... Uh, Trying to reach a goal. so let's uh, let's stick with the pinchto practice. practice. Um, if you have some wall space to use, please bring the short end of your uh, mat to an uninterrupted wall space. And if you have a block to use, place a block at the top of your mat, maybe um, six inches to a foot from the wall. Six inches, uh, <laughs> six inches might be the, the starting point. And as you uh, get more acquainted with this shape, you might move the block further from the wall. So you're gonna frame the block with your hands as I'm doing here. So I'm, the block is at its longest um, orientation uh, between my hands and the thumbs are in the uh, bottom corner. The space between my index finger and thumb uh, is wrapped around the bottom corners of the mat. My elbows are shoulder width distance apart for those of you, uh, without the visual aid here, Um, and I'm in a forearm tabletop position in forearm tabletop. I'm going to let the heart sink down towards the floor. So to get this slouching of the shoulder blades together behind the heart, then I'm going to activate by drawing my shoulders away from my ears intentionally, and then Uh, toning the upper abdomen by hugging the lower front ribs in towards one another and drawing them towards the back body to lengthen my uh, low my middle spine and strengthen the core muscles okay keeping the gaze between the forearms on the floor lift the hips up by tucking the toes under lifting the knees into a forearm dog pose So this is a great place to build strength, not only for our forearm balance, but also for headstand. So from here, explore walking the feet forward, lifting the hips higher without allowing the shoulders to move forward of the elbows. So when you can't walk the feet any more forward, stay there, push down with the forearms, push down with the hands, Draw the shoulders away from the ears. Shoulder blades together behind the heart. And then bring your right foot towards center. Lift your left leg up and back. Okay, so we're in a three-legged forearm dog pose. This can be a place to explore. Or this can be a place to move from. Right knee bends. Kick with the left leg. Little hops. So it might just be an inch or two off the floor. It might be you're kicking to bring your left heel and then your right heels to the wall. Then it might be experimenting with pushing your forearms down, lengthening your tailbone up, coming to balance away from the wall. Once you're balanced away from the wall, you might look forward. You might take a scorpion pose by melting your heart down, shoulders away from the ears, bending your knees, uh, bringing <laughs> your feet to the top of your head, question mark? Okay, and then second side. Come on down. Left foot towards center, sorry. Right foot towards center, left leg lifts. I really don't remember what I did the first time. So if you remember, please do the second side. Okay, Uh, whatever foot, whatever foot is hopping, let that foot hop. One foot hops, one foot kicks. Keep the shoulders stable. Oh, I just turned on, on or off the air conditioner with my foot. Uh, That's what that beep was, okay. (laughs) explore meet yourself where you are have a sense of humor about it this is just this is just wacky isn't it okay come on down (sighs) (sighs) knees together feet together take those hips back to the heels arms forward palms on the mat forearms on the mat head heavy The practice of the practice of acceptance the practice of presence the practice of loving our bodies Let this be a moment of For reflection, a posture of reflection. Take the arms back along your sides. Palms of the head turn up, or palms of the hands turn up. Heads of the arm bones roll forward. Feel the shoulder blades separate behind the heart space. Upper back broadens. Okay, push your way up and prepare for camel pose. So we're gonna come up onto knees in a kneeling position and you might like to have a blanket below your knees. Point your toes back. If you'd like, set up with blocks on either side of your ankles to come back into that support, into that height. Okay, knees are hip width distance. Tailbone lengthens down, front of the pelvis lifts. So keep your legs uh, and hips as they are in this shape as the upper body curls back. Hands into the back pockets, or if you'd like, fingertips can turn up, heels of the hands pushing the upper buttocks downward. Prepare. Feel the collarbones broaden. Feel the chest and the heart space expand. And again, you might stay here. This might be offering a lot. You might take the gaze up. Curl the chest back. Keep the tailbone lengthening, the knees and the feet pushing down, the hips over the knees. Decide what you want to do with your head. Keep it suspended, release it back, or take the gaze forward. Decide what you want to do with the hands. Bring them back to the blocks. Bring them back to the heels. Keep them on your hips. If you have the hands to the inner heels, try this. Push the fingertips into the inner heels. Roll the inner elbows out. Lift the shoulder blades up to the back of the heart. Push, curl open. As you're ready, hands come back to the hips for support, ribs forward, chest forward, head comes up last, knees together, feet together, take a seat back on your heels, neutralize, arrive in the rock pose. Again, Come up, kneeling, knees are hip-width distance apart, feet are hip-width distance apart, point the toes back, set up with blocks. Hands to the hips, or hands to the back pockets, or fingertips up the back. Roll the shoulders back, collarbones broad, tailbone lengthens, heart lifts, gaze lifts. Curl back, find your perfect porridge, if it's too hot cool it down, if it's too cool warm it up. And it's, you know, you're not stealing the porridge from anybody else. All the porridges are yours. Hands to hips, come on up, come on down. Orients in this shape, rock pose. Take your arms to your sides. Move any props off of the mat in front of you. Inhale, sweep the arms overhead, cross the thumbs, grow tall out of the waistline, and exhale. Lower the upper body towards the floor, head and hands touch down at relatively the same time. Inhale, come on back up, keeping the hips low, grow tall. Exhale, and fold forward, hinging at the hips, head and hands down. Inhale to come up. And one more time, fold, head and hands down, and then sweep the arms back along the sides of the legs. Grab hold of the feet, wrapping the fingertips to the insides of the heels, and then tuck your chin towards your chest, forehead towards or to the knees. Either choose to stay here, if this is already creating a lot of sensation in the back body after our camel pose, or start to push the feet down, lift the hips up, round the spine strongly into the rabbit pose. So I've been, if you've, if you've taken this class over the past few weeks, I've really been uh, focusing in on this exploration of camel and rabbits together. So camel being a deep back bend and rabbit here being a deep forward fold where we um, compress uh, one side of the spine to open up the other. Or contract, I should say. Okay, hips back down to the heels, push back up and return to the neutral rock pose. So we're in these animated poses, the camel, the rabbit, both named for animals, and then neutralizing in this inanimate shape. This shape that it's all about just being <laughs> and last week uh, I had that the concept of containing multitudes and it really struck me that uh, that's what a, you know a rock really contains multitudes a rock could be millions of years old and then you know geologists archaeologists whatever kind of scientists Uh, could look at that rock and might reveal so much information about the history of earth history even of our solar system so isn't it cool to be a rock (laughs) okay let's do our second uh, rabbit pose inhale sweep the arms overhead Exhale, fold forward. So we'll do the three forward folds. Inhale, come up. Grow tall. Exhale, drape that length forward, keeping the hips low. Inhale again. And last time, fold forward. Sweep the arms back. Grab the outer feet, fingertips to the inner heels. Tuck the chin to the chest, forehead towards or to the knees. Push the feet down, lift the hips up, round the back body. Let the shoulder blades be pulled apart, creating space in the upper back. and lower the hips back to the heels, push the hands into the thighs once again. Arrive in the rock pose. Neutral spine, head over heart, heart over the center of the pelvis. Sweep the legs forward, and we'll come on down to lie on our backs. Take your arms out to a T, and we're going to start with something a little different here. Uh, (laughs) Let me figure it out for a second. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to take the right leg, uh, right knee, bends out to the right, just as though you are... um, taking a cross-legged seated position with the right foot then we're going to take the left foot bring it all the way over to the outside of the right thigh place the left foot on the floor push the left foot into the floor and then widen the left knee away from your face away from your chest okay so is this interesting is this a? Is this a? Um, is this a porridge that you want to eat? If it's too hot, then maybe bring this pose into a figure four shape. If it's too cold, then perhaps reach down with the right hand and grab the left ankle. If it's still too cold, what about grabbing the? Uh, right foot with the left hand does that make it uh, does that heat up your (laughs) porridge I think that's a funny thing to say that's why I was laughing Um, so be curious can you beat this moment with curiosity with acceptance and then again, how did you how did you uh, complete the sentence um, today? My yoga practice is the practice of. Okay, come on back up. We'll do that on the second side. So take the left leg out to the left as though you're just taking the left leg into a cross-legged seated position. And then bring the right foot all the way up and over to uh, the, so that the ankle meets the top of the left thigh. Okay. Too hot, bring your legs to the figure four shape and grab the left thigh. Too cold, reach over with your left foot, grab the ankle. Still too cold, uh, reach down with the right hand and grab the left foot. Okay, bring the legs back to center. Take the feet as wide as the mat, arms out to either side of the room. Exhale, let the knees fall to the left. I either choose to stay here with the legs as such, or take the left ankle to the outside of the right thigh. Use the weight of the left leg to draw the right inner thigh downward, creating an extension along the front of the right hip. You have the space overhead. You might extend the right arm along the right ear, grab the right wrist with the left hand, and gently lengthen the right side body by pulling the right arm. release the wrist if you have it, unhook the leg if you have it, bring the knees back to center, re-square the hips before letting the knees fall over to the right. Again, keep the legs as so, or flex the right foot, place the ankles to the outside of the left thigh. Let the right leg draw the left inner thigh downward, creating that nice extension along the front of the left hip. Maybe left arm extends along the left ear, maybe you grab the left wrist with the right hand, maybe you pull gently. Whatever floats your boat, whatever heats your porridge. Just thinking in some in some versions of Goldilocks, uh, the porridge, you know, is too salty. Too salty, too sweet. This is your practice. Get it, you know. Find what works for you, because you, you deserve it. You are worthy. And... Yeah, (laughs) Goldilocks is kind of a fraud example because uh, Goldilocks is kind of taking baby bear's porridge and eating it all. You're not taking anybody else's porridge by getting what you need from your yoga practice. Uh, Unhook the legs, shift the knees back to center, draw the knees in and up, and and let's start with just cupping the knees. And shifting the hips side to side as you push the knees into the hands. Might feel a little nice uh, nice massage of the low back against the floor. And then back through center, knees in and up towards the armpits. Grab hold of the outside edges of the feet and set up for happy baby, side to side, one knee down, then the other. Soles of the feet open to the sky. You're so happy. You're so baby. (laughs) And then feet together. Interlace the fingers around the outer edges of the feet. Widen the inner thighs out to either side of the room. Flatten the low back against the floor. And with the feet pressing into the hands, let the arms be pulled taut. And you might know what's coming next. Release the feet, bring the knees together, and give yourself a big hug. Wrap your arms around the front of your legs, grabbing wrists, forearms, or elbows. Hug chin to chest, forehead towards your to the knees. Squeeze the leg around the low spine. Less of the back body on the floor. Come on, you love you. <laughs> and let it go. Find your way into some form of savasana, and take your time getting there. Um, you're going on a you're going on a trip here, so get your get your comfort items. Get your blanket. Get your socks. Get your sweater. Um, whether you choose to lie down in the traditional uh, savasana lying on the back or uh, if you would like to take a goddess pose uh, with the back body propped on a bolster and the knees uh, bending out to either side or if you would like another inversion practice of legs up the wall, make it happen. Create some um, intention around this pose. So I'm sure most of you have heard the the <laughs> the concept that savasana is the hardest pose we do in yoga. So why why is that said so often? Um, I I suspect it's for the reason of the yoga the asana practice really uh, gives us something to do, which I think we are all used to. We're all used to. Uh, there being something to do, something to entertain us, something to work on, um, something to get done. But here we don't have that. In this time, in this space, in this shape, there's nothing to be done. We are practicing um, the acceptance of just being So the body and mind—they're always—they're um, always interested in doing. Can we take a step back from the body and mind doing, and focus on part of ourselves that is? Pure being. So that's why I encourage you to set down the beloved burden of your legs, set down the beloved burden of your arms. your torso, your chest, your pelvis, and the beloved burden of your head, your skull, your brain. Perhaps you'd like a little bit more time in this state of wonder. If and when you're ready, reanimate the fingers and toes. You might rock the arms and legs from side to side, head from side to side. You might stretch the arms overhead. Eventually, bend the knees, extend your left arm along your left ear, and roll onto your left side. Transitioning from our corpse pose back into this fetal position, re emerging from the practice, the practice of da da da. Press your way back up to a seated position. Any seat is appropriate for this time. So again, so what was your practice of? Practice of acceptance, practice of being present, practice of gaining strength and flexibility, and how do you use what you've practiced out there, in the space, off the mat? Bring your hands together in front of your heart. We'll close practice with a single sound of Om. Exhale, empty the lungs, and inhale for Aum. Thank you for your presence, your patience, your devotion to your practice. The light in me recognizes and bows to the light in you. Namaste.